Hello and welcome to the From the Touchline podcast. I'm Rev. Brad Kenny, Director of Soccer Chaplains United and the Volunteer Chaplain for the Colorado Rapids of Major League Soccer. Well, we're changing things up for the next few weeks as we celebrate and commemorate the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup taking place in Australia and New Zealand. We've got some different theme music and a little different format. Each week of the tournament, I'm going to read a different selection from our devotional book that we've just published. The devotional is entitled, Five Women You Meet in Faith and Football. You can find it on Amazon in paperback or in ebook format in the Kindle store. So sit back, we begin this week's reading next. We're in week two, today looking at Rahab, day one, Rahab the Brave. For our warm-up today, uh, we're going to read Rahab's story found in Joshua 2 and in Joshua 6, 22 through 25. If you'd like, take a minute to pause the podcast and read or listen to Rahab's story. Again, those passages, Joshua chapter 2 and Joshua chapter 6, verses 22 through 25. Okay, let's play a little rondo. In looking at the scouting report and match day on Rahab, there's a special note for today's reading and reflection. Let me read it. Special notes, day one, prostitute slash innkeeper. You know, it's not clear what Rahab's profession was before we meet her in Joshua 2. It's likely that she was both of these roles. Her quote-unquote life before God isn't celebrated, but her transformation, her faith, and adoption into God's family are. And this is really interesting. I want you to take a look. Again, you're going to have to pause the podcast or maybe look at this a little bit later. Read Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, And if you read the whole thing, that's great, but, but specifically look at verse 31. And then also look at James chapter 2, verse 25. And you're going to see some New Testament commentary on Rahab. In fact, that Hebrews 11 is really interesting because Rahab is the only woman mentioned amongst these heroes of faith. All right, so in our field exercise, let me read the devotional reading. This reflection is subtitled, Rahab the Brave. It doesn't take long to notice Rahab's bravery. The king of Jericho sends a message, a command, bring out the men, the spies who have entered your house. But she sidesteps it, though it likely means death if she's caught or if the truth is found out. I don't know about you, but I feel like this passage reads like a scene from some Western or dystopian movie. You can kind of see the kings and the soldiers standing, encircling the door to Rahab's place, calling Rahab and the spies out, and there's no back door. Her house is part of the city wall. There are no horses for a dramatic escape. They are trapped. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Now, the king is certainly someone to be feared. He's in charge. He's in control. Jericho is the first of several large fortified cities in this land known as Canaan. Jericho had massive walls and strong springs of water, making it a critical and powerful stronghold. The surrounding lands, they would have been paying taxes and tributes for the power and protection of Jericho. And in addition, Everyone in town is in a heightened state of terror and panic. They've heard about Israel's movement as a nation. They've heard about the Exodus. They've heard about the fall of the two kings to the east of the river, and everyone's scared. Rahab stands against all this. She hides the spies. 
She lies. She diverts the search. She conspires. She gives secrets. She bargains. She's a rebel. She's fierce. She's brave. You know, bravery usually comes at a cost. The history of football is replete with brave women who faced a lot of opposition for the sake of the game. In 1881, uh, Helen Graham Matthews fielded a team. The female players had to use false names to avoid backlash. In 1920, the English FA banned women from playing, and it took 50 years to lift that ban. Like Rahab, these women and their examples encourage all of us, I believe, to be brave. Well, okay, let's get into the finishing drills for today by working through the reflection questions that come through. And I'm just going to share my own interaction with these questions. So first reflection question, who is the bravest woman that you personally know? Perhaps mother, grandmother, a teammate, a friend? What critical moment caused their bravery to rise to the surface? How are they an, an example to you today? You know, two women come to mind as I reflect here. The first is Corrie Ten Boom. She was a Dutch watchmaker. She helped Jewish people to hide and escape from the Nazis during the Holocaust or World War II. She and her family risked her life, and eventually she was caught, arrested, and sent to the Ravensbrück concentration camp. Corey is one of my heroes for her immense bravery. I remember reading her, her book, The Hiding Place, as a young, uh, young person, a teenage person, and I was just amazed at her bravery. A little closer to home for me, my eldest daughter also comes to mind, and I remember there was this moment for her in high school when she stood up to some emotional bullying that was going on, and and it wasn't easy. She realized some older students were kind of emotionally bullying some younger ones, and she stood up to it in spite of this immense pressure, you know, that it was kind of a a peer situation. She was on a team, and uh, it, it didn't go easy for her, and it and and it was hard. And, and I thought, what, what a great story of bravery. That came to my mind almost immediately in, in looking at this question today. Well, the second reflection question, what evil or choice confronts you in this moment and calls for a characteristic of bravery? Is there an abuser, someone who's powerful over you, commanding or demanding some, something from you that you know to be wrong? You know, when I think through these couple of questions, the thing that comes to mind for me is that I feel I need to be more brave as a father. I feel sometimes there's this heavy, heavy fatigue in my heart and soul that makes me just want to be passive or give up. And there's things that I feel I need to be more brave about. Smartphone usage in our home, the ways that we express and live out our faith as a family who follows Jesus. And and there's just these other cultural kind of moments and, and things that I feel like I just need to have and exhibit a greater sense of bravery around. Well, finally, let's wrap this up with a cool down. Pray with me, if you will. A prayer for today. Lord, bind unto me this day your strength, your power, and your protection. Give me courage. Make me brave. That I might stand before kings, kingdoms, and all in power. Give me words and wisdom for the moment. That I might stand firm in the face of adversity. Bend, not break. That I may gain life. Amen. Thanks for listening today. Just to remind you, Five Women You Meet in Faith and Football is available now through Amazon. We'd love it if you give the book and this podcast a rating and a review. Well, I hope you'll join us again next week. This is Rev Brad coming to you from the Touchline.